are listening to the Grow Together podcast, the official podcast of the Grow Together community, a place where no one gets left behind on their self-discovery and personal growth journey. And now, here's your host, Luke Burrows. My next guest, Jeremy, is here. Um, here, here he is. So I'm just going to give him a quick intro and then I'm going to bring him on. Um, so Jeremy is a health and weight loss coach um, who is helping people to grow, find their best selves, their happiest selves, their healthiest selves, and uh, yeah, just transform into their best selves. Ultimately, let's bring him on. Jeremy, how are you doing, man? Excellent, brother. How are you, my man? I'm really good. Sorry, I ran a bit over there with uh, with Arsenio. Uh, we were in, in a fire conversation, so um... totally good, man. I saw that. I almost felt bad to interrupt. He uh, <laughs> he he set the stage. I love it. His energy was on fire. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've known him for for a few years now. So um, we used to do a podcast together. Um, so he's an all around awesome guy. But it's okay because so so when you joined, you're in the waiting room, so I could see you on my screen. No one else could awesome. kind of could see you or or anything. Um, let's dive into what we want to talk about today. For those who don't know Definitely. who you are, um, who is Jeremy? Who is Jeremy? What do you do? And uh, yeah, how do you help people? Awesome. So I am. Uh... I'm basically a health and fitness coach, but I specialize specifically in actually helping people with, you know, really getting into understanding the mind and how to use the mind as an actual tool, the mindset, right? We talk about, you know, mindset. And if you really think about it, it's actually a, it's something that we have the absolute full control of, you know, this Turn, turning on, turning off, and talking to. It's a program. It's like a, a laptop, right? Whatever the program the laptop has, it will give that as an output. And so I, I really like to help teach people and understand that you have the full capacity and ability to input whatever you'd like in that brain because then the output is going to show exactly that. So yeah. basically become the healthiest, fittest, and happier selves. Amazing, man. I've definitely can definitely um, relate to what you're saying, especially in my own kind of fitness journey. I'm going through a program right now that is actually equally focused on mindset alongside the actual fitness side. You know, yeah. so it's, so an example would be before. You know, if I was um, so a bit of context, like. Yeah. I'm more of a runner, right? I, I love to run more. Gotcha. But I realized this year that actually I need to do more resistant training um, yep. a, a, as well. So, so start this program, doing this program, very focused on mindset as well. And so when I'm doing kind of, you know, if it's a push up or a weight or, you know, whatever kind of exercise it is, um, mm. th th there was this point within a video I was watching where like the muscle starts to burn, right? And, yeah. and but now going through this program like focusing on the mind of like just pushing past that burn ultimately because before yeah. you know like that like i would just sense it you know i would just yeah. sense it be like can't do no more you know like you know what i'm saying and so yeah, I, yeah. I, I i completely relate to what you're saying around the importance of of, of the mindset um mm. how do you start to teach that or help people to develop the develop that mindset so i really i mean if we're talking in the context of, 
of pushing. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways. I mean, for example, it's it's all it's all about uh, you know what do they call it immersion therapy, right? You know, so put yourself right in the middle of it, and uh, right now you can only stand ten seconds of that pain. You know, but uh, in order to withstand fifteen seconds, you have to be able to learn how to withstand ten, and then you know you you get better and better and better. So I think it's just about throwing them in the deep end um, with the mentality of telling them, "Hey, you are not going to be perfect. You need to expect you are going to stuff up. This is going across anything and everything. You will stuff up, but understand that you you're going to grow from this, and when you come back, you will become better and better and better. So I think. Um, it's it's always anything and everything always comes down to a reframe. So if I'm going to put you, for example, I went on the rower today in the gym, and um, you know if we're talking about just understanding how to push ourselves, I was one minute thirty seconds in, and I'm like, I want to, want to fucking stop. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in pain. I'm I'm getting a cramp in my hip, and like my back was seizing up, and I'm like. What the f- like I started tapping back into, do you know of David Goggins, I imagine, right? So I was like, what yeah, is yeah. this shit, man? A minute, 30 seconds on a rower. This guy did a 100-mile run, no training, nothing, and just purely mindset pushing himself through it. So I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to wait until my training partner with me is finished because he was doing something else. And so I simply finished, and I just kept going and going, and I just told myself, well, this is, you can handle it. You can handle it. And um, I think anything, it's just about getting in and doing and learning and finding out, you know, that, hey, man, I can do this. I just, I've put my own barrier of, you know, oh, pain. Pain means stop. But I, you know, I think it's just about exploration. Yeah, I love that. So so that makes sense, especially with uh, like a lot of the personal development kind of work that I've done around like when we feel pain, we assume we like, like we might associate it with okay, we have to stop. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe like that's kind of like how how we've kind of been conditioned. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, if if you think there's there's a lot going on behind that actually. So stopping because of pain, right? It's so there's a lot of podcasts I was listening to. There was one specifically I was trying to remember, and there's, there was a reason why people stop at that pain. They think, you know, that that pain is going to kill them. And it's just they've never been through to the other side. They And so they stop at the, the first touch of it. But, you know, uh, Dorian Yates, he was a an extreme bodybuilder. No one ever touched him of his kind because the guy would literally, he was training until he tore off his, his tricep. Um, I mean, gruesome. Like, I don't think I'd ever be able to, uh, or one to, I should say, training that way. But, you know, what he did, he did this style of training with one guy and uh, from the London Real, Brian Everett. And the way he gave him the logic of mindset was, so generally when we have pain, we want to stop. Um, but when you understand that the, that pain is actually going to give you the progress and that pushing through the pain is going to result in something glorious and beautiful, which for them, you know, in, in the context of, in the gym is muscle, um, but in the context of self-development world of pushing through, you know, like, oh, man, you've just got so much load on your mind, you know that your capacity now to handle this much stress is so little, but when you go through that, it's just going to become better and better and better. Within 
you know, time, time is the greatest of it all. You just continue and keep doing it. I think that you will just find a bigger, greater, better version of yourself. So I think when you can remind yourself of what the future is and why you're going through that pain, it's a lot easier to go through it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a kind of also a balance here as well. So what I mean by that is obviously you just gave the example of, um, of that. Um, sorry, I forgot his name. Um, Dorian Yates. The yes. Big guy, yes. The, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're not saying, and I'm sure you do it in your work to train to like that extreme, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because, because like, is there a balance between pushing through the pain, but also like obviously not injuring yourself and... I understand the balance. Sorry, yeah. I must have misunderstood before. For sure. Um, balance has to be there. You have to also understand and think, hey, wait a second. Like the fact is he didn't have balance and he was just so focused on bang, 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 bang. He didn't take that step back to say, hey, is this actually going to help me continue getting better? Or it might Will this actually, you know, give me an injury, which will take me off the stage, which will slow me down? So I think balance is absolutely important. And the way to evaluate that, I think, is always to ask, well, is this going to help me or is this going to hurt me? And there comes a point when you have to start learning and saying, hey, hold on, this is too much. I am, you know, in the self-development world, you know, I, I'm not hanging out with my friends because I am so focused on my work and I feel like, you know, it's a good thing. But is it too extreme? Will I end up burning? Will I crash? Am I putting, you know, am I literally waking up, coming onto the computer from morning till nighttime, which I've done and I'm still sometimes doing because I've just got so much work, right? And and then go to bed extremely tired and wake up and do it all over again. Like, is that actually going to hurt me pushing through that pain, you know, or is that going to help me? So I think it's really important to evaluate that sometimes, you know, the faster road is not always fast. And, um, you know, sometimes we do have to step back. So, it's sort of a double whammy, but in the sense of the pain, the balance is, I think, you know, there is a time when it's too much. But I think that it doesn't matter what I say to you, what you say to anyone else, until you've been in that position, I don't think you can really judge and say, oh, that's it. It's not like, oh, light bulb comes on. That's the moment. 100%. You do have to go through that burnout, I think, you know, to, to understand when to stop. Absolutely, man. Where does um, the importance of habits kind of come into this um you know and within your work with your clients and you know just helping people to create a more you know more fitter happier healthier lives man habit is everything habit is the tool that you use instead of looking at changing you know the the world look at changing the habits and all of a sudden it starts to change everything that happens in the world and um I remember that I went to a conference going back three years ago, and this is probably the most, it sounds ridiculously simple, but the most profound thing that I've ever had into my brain to really make a difference in my life. And, and it was a riddle. So the guy says, you know, I can lay success at your feet effortlessly, or I can destroy you from the inside out. My name is habit. And so I started to really think about that. And I'm like, whoa, that is powerful, man. And so I, it, it just really gave me that understanding of, hold on a second. It's not about, you know, it's the whole Will Smith story, right? If you know it with one brick a day, you know, 
everything I do in my entire day, every little, you know, 10, 20,000 little tiny actions that I do in my entire day, after a week, after a month, after a year, after 10 years, after 30 years, creates me. And so if I don't think that they're important, then I'm in a world of hurt because, you know, I've got so many little things that I do constantly that are possibly actually hurting me that I don't even think about that if I don't change, you know, it may take longer than, you know, two hours, but within that one year span, holy moly, man, I've just gained 15 kilos. My health has gone down the track. I'm possibly, you know, on the route of getting cancer because my body's not working well or all these sorts of things. And so I think the biggest thing I do with clients is actually, you know, what I'll do is I'll, I'll give them a, a full plan that says, hey, this is your food, this is your, your training. But what I'm most interested in is actually looking at, hey, what's your lifestyle like now? Do you eat fast? <laughs> you know, do you have poor sleep? Do you, what time do you, what do you do before bedtime? What are your habits, you know, that actually affect you during the day? Because I think if you don't change the habit, then everything else you do is almost like a six-week transformation that you think you can then drop and leave as soon as you finish and go back to, you know, doing whatever you did before. But I think it's the little changes, which are habits like, again, the way you eat, the way that you do small, tiny things. Do you brush your teeth before bed? You know, it takes 30 years for you to get real tooth problems, you know, teeth problems. And I think that that's a perfect example there. It's that tiny two minutes every single night, mm. which makes that difference. Yeah. Are there, um, I'm kind of interested to, to, to get your uh, perspective on this. Are there habits that you think um, will just help like everyone, you know? <laughs> and if so, what are they? Ooh, habit. Like, okay. So I think there's a couple of things that are the most important, which is, you know, with sleep and stress. I don't know how much you've dabbled into. You said you've been, and I read some of your posts in the part, and you were saying, uh, you just learned about how there's different body types and how they've got to be treated differently, right? You know, it's there's so much depth into health lately that it just boggles my mind. But the biggest thing that I look at with people is really their stress, their sleep. And the reason for it is if you have a poor sleep, everything during the day is just already, you've literally set yourself up to fail because poor sleep means poor energy, means poor motivation, and so your decision-making has gone down. Literally everything in that day has just increased 10 times harder. So a couple of habits are as simple as you'll notice right now. By the way, I, I did try and have a nice setup. I had a, a camera set up in front of me. For some reason, everything was glitching. There's no audio. But you'll notice there's a warm Definitely. line, Yeah. right? It's, it's 11.30, oh, almost 12 o'clock for me at nighttime. And so a habit for me is for the sake of the podcast, I didn't do it. Normally, I'm wearing my blue light blocking glasses. And I turn off any lights in the house that are too bright. There you go. Love it. Yeah, I got them. <laughs> I got them, man. Awesome. Um, you know, so I make sure that what I do like half an hour, an hour before bed, a habit is the way to turn this habit on is by getting my alarm on to signal me, hey, it's 30 minutes before bed or an hour before bed. And I start to wind down, you know, because the body needs to shut off before going to bedtime. If you go to bed and you close your eyes, you've just missed out on about one to one hour of your body winding down. Because when you hit that red button on the body, 
it takes one to two hours to start getting into the stage of actually, you know, regenerating. So simple things like, hey, all right, what are you doing an hour before bed, half an hour before bed? Are you stimulating your mind? Turn off your TV, turn off your social media, read a book, put your blue light blocking glasses on. When you wake up, here's a habit. Hydrate your body. Instead of having a, a coffee straight away in the morning, your body's just gone through six to eight hours of you know perspiration, breathing air in and out. Hydrate your body. Put some minerals in there. Have half a teaspoon of pink Himalayan salt. You know, have some apple cider vinegar, half a teaspoon, a teaspoon, sorry, in, in half a glass of water, and wash away the preservatives and bacteria in your body that you you've been having that you don't even think about. So I think. It's, it's uh, something as simple as that. What else could I think of? Um, walking after eating, you know, 15 minutes after eating, if you've got issues with the way you respond to carbohydrates, um, if you've got insulin problems, diabetes, you know, walking after eating is going to help your body actually utilize the carbs better. So there's, there's really small tips like that. And there's something as simple as if you're not hydrated during the day and you're actually 2% dehydrated, I just made a post about it, uh, you're literally already going to be feeling lethargic and going to be feeling tired. So most people, I think, miss out on the on the smallest, on the low-hanging fruit, like not drinking enough water and not getting enough sleep. Yeah, absolutely, man. Just like think, uh, so I've been sharing this a lot recently. Just like thinking back to when I like I was at my lowest point, and I was like, okay, what was my behaviors? Like, what were what my habits? What was I doing? What was I not doing? And I kind of for me, I've kind of come up with like three habits or free just basic things that we yeah. in the way like in the way like we all know but sometimes we neglect right so it's so it's eating clean eating healthy right like yeah. thinking back to, to my lowest point was i doing that no you mentioned sleep like i i was never somebody that would sleep in in the mornings but was i getting my eight hours that for, for me like mm. i i've like tested it right so i know like i need eight hours no yep. no no i wasn't you know like I, I was going to bed like midnight or something and then yeah mm. well, yeah um and then yeah and then exercise right was i exercising or doing some for some form of physical activity every single day because not like like no i wasn't you know and, yep. and like from there then i can build in and, and add like other habits so like reading meditation um you know, uh, so so affirmations, kind of all these other yeah. habits that I've like picked up on my personal development journey. Yeah. But for me, I've kind of realized that actually these, just like these three basic habits, you know, ultimately yeah. for me, like set that solid foundation. I agree totally. And I think, you know, I, I think those are the major things they talk about, you know, getting sunlight, getting good sleep, hydration and movement. And, you know, it doesn't have to be extraordinary. It really is as simple as that. And it's just like, you know, we overcomplicate things, I think. And a saying that I love is, you know, I, I go by forget perfection and just keep moving forward. And what I mean by that is, you know, stop trying to be the perfect guy that has, you know, 350 things ticked off your list for how healthy and how amazing you're doing all these habits, you know. Just look at the basic things like you just spoke about. If you've got that down packed, we start slowly, you know, we use the, um, I forgot what the actual word is, but we start binding habits together, just like you are. So once you get on this track, you're like, okay, cool. Well, you know what? I'm going to start adding, you know, while I'm on my walk, I'm going to add my podcast in, you know, or That's all it, these man. sorts of things. 
that's it yeah man you know yeah. um sorry continue absolutely uh but but that, that's basically the, the path i was going to go on i mean something it's it, it's as simple as really thinking about how can i you know when you when you start questioning and looking at your time and thinking how can i make it a little bit better right now that would help me in terms of my health we start analyzing the things that we do and we start saying okay well maybe this isn't the greatest habit um yeah, so I think it's really important to always question that big question. Does this help me or does this hurt me? Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, in the time we have left, I would really love to yeah, get some kind of thoughts on motivation. So um, one thing that I've picked up on in the first kind of two months of 2021, um, I was going through this again, this, this other program, this other course, that, um, yeah. that motivation was a part of. And, and basically the the author of, of the course was talking about how actually we kind of see motivation is wrong in terms of like, am I motivated to go for the run? Cause we're always motivated to do one thing or another, you know, like yeah. if I'm yeah. sat there watching Netflix in that moment in time, I'm only motivated to sit there and watch Netflix. Like I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like if we have that, those choices. And so then it comes down to the choices that we make and that actually, yeah, like, whatever we're doing, we're motivated to just do like that thing. And that was an interesting kind of perspective that I picked up on because I think so often we're like, you know, like we have to become motivated to do this thing. Um, yeah. And then, so we, then we see like, this is kind of like this outernal force where actually in the moment we just might be motivated to do like this. You just, yeah. I, I hope you see where I'm going with this. So that's something that, yeah. that I've kind of picked up on around motivation has kind of opened my eyes to it um yeah so i'd love to get kind of your thoughts on that and on yeah, yeah on on this, on this so topic i uh i just actually today i just recorded a um with my business partner we just did our podcast on on motivation and uh i think you know that would be if if anyone wants to dive deeper into it that would definitely be very helpful we went you know pretty deep but i think I think that, like you said, summed it up really well. It's first, it's understanding. Like, hold on a minute. Like, what are you expecting from motivation? What do you What do you think it really is, right? And I think when you understand the motivation, you know, if you break it down, right, it's it's you having a motive. Okay, what is your motive, and what is the the Asian, I should say, the Shun, whatever. I wouldn't even. I've never said it like this before. What is that? That's probably just a force of energy behind your motive, right? So your motive is very clear in your mind. You know, hey, I want to lose weight. Hey, I want to be healthy. I want to be focused. I want to feel fucking fantastic, excuse the language. And so you envision and you see exactly who or how you want to be. And so because it's on your mind, you're able to tap in an energy in your body because now it's there. In the, it's like that dog, right, that has that... Um, hanging fish in front of him with a, what is it called? A, a fishing rod. He's constantly seeing what's in front of him. So he's going to keep chasing it because he knows exactly what he wants. And so I think two sides to it is, you know, the, the name of the podcast was motivation isn't bullshit, you know, but it's a tool. And if you don't know how, how to use it, it is bullshit. Because if you expect motivation to be what you have to have in order to do the work that's important, you're in big trouble. Cause I tell you <laughs> 50%, if probably 70% of the time, I don't feel 
like getting up and absolutely going into the gym and crushing it and pushing weight and breathing heavy and then having to eat healthy instead of choosing, you know, to eat something that I don't want to eat. Most of the time I don't want to. And I think it's navigating and understanding those moments and saying, hey, wait a second. I need to understand that motivation is a wave of energy that I need to use. And if I can use the energy of feeling motivated to do it, I'm just going to be that much more focused and that much better in what I do. But when I don't feel like it, I should not say, oh, now I can't go and do it. I need to think about it and say, well, shit, you know, if 70% of the time I don't feel like doing it and I listen to how I feel, then I'm in trouble because you're not going to get the results with not going 70% of the time or not doing what you don't need to. And mm -hmm. so that's where it becomes really important to understand that motivation is just a ride of energy and we shouldn't use it like the only means if we, and we only do it when we are motivated. But in saying that, I think that another point to that is we can tap into it and use motivation and, and really start to turn it on when we start to envision what we're after more clearly. And so most people are not motivated when they don't know exactly what they want and they're not constantly reminding themselves. Have you read the book, Think and Grow Rich? Absolutely, man. So every day since, I still, still do one of his practices where he spoke about, you know, he writes down his two minutes every morning when he talks to himself. And, and, you know, so he basically writes down, he tells you in the exercise, write down what you're after, how you're going to do it, you know, what, what exactly you're going to get, and, and basically goes through the whole process of envisioning it. And so every morning I still do that because I think it's just telling my mind what I'm after. It's constantly turned, leaving the flame on and putting oil underneath the base of that, you know, flame so that it's constantly going. So when you are feeling that you're not motivated, first understand that, hey, you don't need to feel motivated. It's amazing to be. But in order to actually turn that on when you do feel like, hey, I do need a bit of extra energy today, start remembering why you've started this. Practice visioning you know, or, or going through the visioning process of, hey, what do I want to look like, you know, in terms of physically? What do I want to feel like? How do I want to perform? And when you start to really go through that process again, it takes literally 60 seconds of sitting there, shutting up, playing, no music, nothing, and just focusing. You've just put a little bit of oil back under that uh, under that burner. So I, love I hope that, that sort of answers the question. Definitely. But also, like, linking it back to habit as well like for me just using running as an example like when I first started I may not have been motivated but now because it's been a, it's now a habit it becomes part of who I am you know so it's like also making these things a part of who I am so like now when I wake up in the morning am I always like motivated to go and do it like no but I just don't even think that way anymore really like I don't wake up and think yeah. like um you know what I'm saying like it should, I just do yeah. it because it's now a habit so it's also like making it part of who you are that's what I like to say like your lifestyle um yeah ultimately as well so using yeah. a habit for that I think I think trigger points are where I what I start to talk about massively when it comes down to mm. that um I call trigger points things that make me understand what my next move is and so like you just said when you wake up you, you've got this routine and your routine involves you know everyone's brain is made to make sure that you know as you very well know that everything is a routine and it tries to automate things because it doesn't want to have to think hard and so that's why the whole 
process of habit takes long, but once it's a habit, it's very easy to do. I think so. When you can create those trigger points, the way that you start those habits, which would be really helpful to for someone to know is, you know, if you if you know when you come home from work and you do want to exercise, for an example, but you're way too tired and you generally give in. You say you will, but when you get home, you're so tired and you don't do it. A good trigger point is as soon as you get home, you have already sitting on your bed your clothes for the gym. You have your shoes you know, standing at the doorway. So the minute you walk in, you see the shoes, you know, okay. The minute you walk into the bedroom, you know, okay, I need to get dressed. You don't have to think about it because if you think about it, things get tough. It's simply about what can I put in place so that as soon as I see that, a reminder comes on and I say, oh, shit, I've got to do it. I love that. And a good um, good tool is the five-second rule by Mel Robbins. That's really you good. You know, yeah. if you never let yourself think, you will always think of the easy way out. So you just see what you got to do. You see your trigger point. You know, you know you have to drink water, have your water bottles around the house, count five, four, three, two, one, and just go for gold. Do what you have to I do. Love that, yeah. and, and just real quick before we um yep. before we wrap up is around the trigger point. It reminds me of a book I read, Atomic Habits, I think, by yep. uh, by James Clear, which is an awesome, an awesome book. Um, Jeremy, thank you so much for today. Where can people find you online if they want to learn more about what you do and connect? Uh, I've got a different couple of different places depending on what they're after. If you're after uh, mindset and, and purely motivation and business side of things and really learning how to tap into mindset, you know, it, I've got a podcast at uh, sofatosuccess.com or you could find us on Spotify, Apple. But we've also got our Instagram. We've just started going on hard, uh, finally getting onto the consistency of posting there. Uh, every day we, we post some some sort of value to help you with your mindset, your your development, and really understanding how to constantly improve. And if you're after some health benefits or you're really looking at the weight loss side of things and improving these little tips daily, um, on my Instagram, it's, it's, it's actually Five Level Fitness, but uh, the name is Jeremy underscore Emmanuel. I'll be the first one that pops up. But, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much... Uh, if you go on through there, by the way, I actually have, I've just launched my website. It's an education platform for weight loss. So it's fivelevelfitness.com. And uh, I think it's, I think it's something that will be very beneficial for someone that wants to learn, but feels like a program is too much. Simply mm -hmm. watch a video a day and learn something new about nutrition, about your health, your sleeping, and all the sort of topics I think we just sort of tapped into today. Amazing. So this is your Instagram guys going, um, check this out connect with jeremy jeremy thank you so much for today it's been a pleasure, been a pleasure. Um, and yeah getting this message out there about how important um health fitness sleep all these kind of components are and if i think like if anything the, the last year has shown us is how important health is so thank Absolutely. you for sharing your wisdom today pleasure man and uh, thanks for doing what you're doing you're impacting a lot of people man no, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Enjoy the, enjoy the rest of your night, actually. <laughs> enjoy the rest of your yeah, night. man, I will. You too. <laughs> Take care. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening or watching to this episode of the Grow Together podcast. The Grow Together podcast is available every Thursday as I bring on an interview our community members here at Grow Together. If you would like to learn more about Grow Together, then head on over to our website, which is growtogethernetwork.com. That is growtogethernetwork.com. The two guys is the number two. So just pointing that out, so it's growtogethernetwork.com, where you can learn more about our community and get access to a 
wide range of other content via our community blog. With that said, guys, have a great day.